magic. Okay. Hello, my name is Tapua, uh, intern at CUSO VSO in Vancouver, and I'm speaking to Colin Dave, who just fresh off the boat, literally, from their volunteer experience in Kenya. So, just like to start by asking you, um, what inspired and motivated you to, you know, be involved with CUSO as a volunteer? Um, I think for me, uh, I always knew that I wanted to do some type of international development work, and um, and I think for the both of us, it was just the right time mm -hmm. to go. Um, we know that we want to now come back. We wanted to come back and start a family and sort of do some of the bigger sort of life mm -hmm. things. So there was a window of opportunity. That we, we must do this now, let's do it now because this is it. So that, that was it for me. For me, Carla expressed this interest mm -hmm. in, in it. You know, I would say actually our relationship was founded in many ways on uh, when we first met, we talked about international issues mm -hmm. and that both put a twinkle in each other's eye and also for each other mm -hmm. and so this seemed like a very natural okay. experience a, a very natural thing to pursue mm -hmm. um, I've known of CUSO for decades and and um, known the great work that they do mm -hmm. and so I think you found CUSO on your own didn't you mm -hmm. and um, and when, when Carla found it I was just like okay this is easy mm -hmm. absolutely let's go for it okay yeah and can you describe your project and what you guys did exactly? Sure. Um, I was, my position was a business advisor mm -hmm. in Nyanza province in Kenya. And um, I was, based on the, the, the placement description, my job was to work with local community groups and with the NGO itself to develop some of the income generation activities. So I was responsible for looking at what kind of businesses can the NGO pull together and develop so that um, projects can be sustainable and um, income generating for the different various groups. So I was responsible for kind of developing some of those plans and assisting those groups. Um, the position for Carla was originally two years mm -hmm. and what they did, QSO VSO was great in that as a couple, I, we, I was going to go as an accompanying partner, and that they, and then they um, shortened her placement with funding of two years to one year, which freed up a one-year funding, and then they created a placement as management advisor for me, which allowed us to go then as two volunteers, mm -hmm. go together, um, right on the ground in this little village, um, about four kilometers from Lake Victoria, and. Wow. And truly, and I say a village, it wasn't even a village, it was a collection of houses. Mm -hmm. You'd have to bicycle 20 kilometers, uh, 20 minutes to get to where you could buy mm -hmm. some vegetables. Mm -hmm. So, it, and we knew we wanted to go to a small town, mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. you know, we, what, we heard roosters and birds when we wake up in the morning, and cows, and, and we would feed the cows, mm -hmm. and let the sheep out, and um, yeah. You know, it's it's each their own. We have VSO friends who are in Nairobi and mm -hmm. loving the hustle and bustle. But um, I think it was pretty lovely being in a rural environment. Yeah. So when you went there, did you have any expectations, and did your experience sort of confirm or alter or change those expectations that you had? I think for me, um, you you have an idea mm -hmm. of what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. but uh, it it just 
can't quite be prepared. Mm -hmm. I mean, you do, you get a lot of support and you go through the training, but when you get there, it's just, it's, you know, you're just really trying to manage a completely different environment, mm -hmm. particularly for us because it was so rural where we were. Um, so, you know, they, some expectations were sort of met in terms mm -hmm. of what, but some things were completely out of what I had expected. So, um, yeah, you're just trying to really manage that, especially in the beginning. Yeah, I think that's the, the, certainly the first uh, month or so is challenging. Mm -hmm. It's hard because you're just adjusting to a mm -hmm. completely different environment. What was the greatest challenge, would you say? Um, I think we wanted something rural. For I can only speak for myself, and, and you, we really got rural. So um, I think for me, the challenges were just sort of the amenities, mm -hmm. like just just be you know having to adjust to you know we didn't have refrigeration. We were dealing with you know power issues, things that you just take for granted here mm -hmm. that, that you're not thinking twice about. So for me, I think that was actually, <laughs> and I was a bit homesick. Oh yeah, I was a bit homesick. I think something around expectation for me was, I think I was expecting to be able to teach more or offer offer more to my coworkers, but the reality is is that my coworkers were all very skilled people, <laughs> and I don't really think that they needed much help. I think what they needed was, you know, they were all extremely busy, overworked. They needed help in terms of they had too much work to do, but Kenyans are very literate, um, and and my coworkers were schooled and or still taking additional courses mm -hmm. to get ahead in life. You know, they really, uh, yeah, they're very competent uh, people, and and so I think that was a, probably an expectation that I thought of somehow that they wouldn't have those skills, and they do. It was just they're too. They're too, they were too swamped in their in their work, or they hadn't just been given the the right career development or professional development skills to do their job. But otherwise, uh, yeah, Kenyans are highly skilled people. There's just a lack of opportunity for jobs there, right? Otherwise, the country would be doing far better. And then, what would you say your most memorable and amazing experience there was? Oh, there are so many. Um, I think for me, it really was about. For me, I always when I think about Kenya now, I think about the people and I think about the beauty of the mm -hmm. land. So for me, it was the environment, mm -hmm. um, just the natural beauty. But it was really just the day-to-day -day stuff with my coworkers, you know, and and, and exchanging. In, you know stories and, and I, I can't really pinpoint something like it because it every day in some mm -hmm. ways was memorable so it was just that interaction mm -hmm. and, and you know just the the sheer Kenyans are very warm mm -hmm. people so you don't really see that yeah. you know that mm -hmm. I miss that even mm -hmm. just coming here you know just like when yeah. Amita was talking about you know, no, no one's saying jumbo to you, or no one's sort of coming up to you. But I miss that yumminess, that yeah. that real sweetness. So definitely, the level of interaction there is different Absolutely. than here in Vancouver. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And if uh, a volunteer 
that's going to Kenya came up to you and said, no, I'm going to Kenya, I'm going to volunteer, what advice would you give to him and her? Hmm. Don't take so much, <laughs> no, this is just being silly, but mm -hmm. don't take so much stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, t we took, we, we were on uh, humanitarian plane tickets where we were allowed to take a colossal amount of weight, weight baggage, mm -hmm. and... Uh, thinking, well, we have no idea what we can buy there. Kenya is a highly developed country. You can get anything you want. Don't take so much stuff. No, that's being, that's probably not the answer you want, but... <laughs> I think it's a practical, it's a practical, practical thing. So, you know, you can buy anything you yeah. need there yeah. uh, for the same price or less and do it there. I think I would say um, be patient, mm -hmm. listen, take it slow. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I would say. Okay. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was too hasty mm -hmm. in my approach, mm -hmm. and uh, that was a lesson for me to learn. Oh, definitely, okay. with the Kenyans, yeah, the, you know, we all move at different mm -hmm. speeds, and it's uh, or move in different mm -hmm. ways. So, yeah. So you probably went there to teach, but you you left learning a lot in the process mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exercise and patience, mm -hmm. understanding, you know, um, yeah, I, I certainly, I was surprised, I, I think, I just gained so much more than I could have conceived, mm -hmm. um, and I would do it again. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I've got, I had a wonderful time towards the tail end uh, working with guys in construction, and uh, these are guys in the village that are, that are built like this strong, strong guys slinging a djembe or a shovel or a hammer or whatever uh, for seven, eight hours in a day. And they get paid $2.50. And the relationships working with those guys, um, nothing but respect for some, for working with those team of people, really great guys and they're doing what they can, right? They're, mm -hmm. they, these, those are the opportunity, job opportunities for them and they're trying to earn that money to feed their families. It's plain and simple. Everyone's got the same goals, you know. Mm -hmm. And lastly, you might not know the answer to this question, but what's next for you? Have you just come back and are you planning anything? Is there anything on the horizon? Any goals or ambitions? Well, I think we're both we're both trying to figure out, you know, how can we continue to still do development work and mm -hmm. how can we continue to still, you know, maintain that international sort of connection or mm -hmm. so I think once you kind of at least for me, once you got this bug, it's kinda of like you can't really yeah. get it out. The travel and, bug and, and you know, just, the development bug. And and you just have it. So now we're just we have some, some bigger goals in terms of some more stable goals in terms of family, but but we, I think I know that I just try to figure out when we can do something like this again. So. Uh, I wish I, I wish I had a better sense of. Uh, I just got back on Friday night, <laughs> four days ago. So still jet lag. Still jet lag. Um, I. A lot of people are working very, very hard in the world mm -hmm. to try to solve colossal um, problems which 
related to poverty and, and, and in an international development context. And, um, and there's no one approach that's all going to fix things. But if I can be involved in some way, that would be great. Because um, it's simply wrong. It is simply wrong that, uh, that there are so many humans on this fellow humans on this planet um, who had no had no uh, made, they didn't choose the life that they're being given and we've got to reduce the disparity that's all it comes down yeah, to absolutely. but I don't know how to do it so I hope you can help me <laughs> I think we're all in this together we're all yeah, trying yeah. try to find out you know how we can you know find a solution yeah. you know baby steps but I think we should get there well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me. And, you know, I know you're, you're jet lagged and really tired, so I really appreciate, you know, that you took some time out. No thank you very much.